Just some podcast media. The past opinions expressed on various pleasures are those of the host and the guests and do not represent any views of any organizations that we may volunteer for or be employed by. Listeners should be aware that there may, most likely, be profanity and discussions on topics that may require a little discussion. There's roots where I stand. Oh, I've been running from the law. Hope they won't shoot me down soon. Welcome, welcome, everybody, to another episode of Berry Pleasures. I'm your hostess, Pollyanna Amazing, and today I have the amazing Jennifer from What I Had Heard Was podcast. Fantastic view of some pretty awesome uh, opinions you all have over there. I kind of really <laughs> dig your show. That's good. And Jennifer and I met during a an amazing Twitter space with our fantastic mutual friend pixie from next up on stage she's amazing thank you fairy pod mother for being so amazing but jennifer please introduce yourself tell the people out there what you do and uh what's going on today my name is jennifer and i am a co-host of what i had heard was we're just random stuff you know like a fish floundering around bouncing trying to figure out what we're doing what we want what we think but we're full of opinions about stuff we have no idea what we're talking about. And we like opinions over here for sure. <laughs> we have strong opinions. You know what? Strong opinions are what makes the world turn round. But the reason why I was so excited to get to speak with you is because in that Twitter space, we were talking about weird laws in the United States that are still on the books about sex and sexuality. And your specific comments and what you've told me have really um, stimulated my brain about this topic. So let's talk about what goes on when the law says you can't do things, right? You would think that our own sexuality, our own abilities to, to be ourselves should be just that, ours. But uh, little do you know that you might be doing something illegal out there <laughs> according to your state. One of the funniest things that I think that I've read so far um, in my research for this is that in Washington, where I, I reside right now, you cannot, as a stripper, you cannot wear a device that stimulates your pubic hair. It's against the law. <laughs> now, I don't know about you, Jennifer. I don't know. <laughs> is that a problem for strippers? I had no idea. I don't even know. I didn't realize there was a product out there that stimulates your pubic hair growth. <laughs> What a, yeah, is this like the stuff they put on their heads, you know, to stimulate hair growth there? I don't know. It must be. I really legitimately can. I, I didn't look that part up because I was so flabbergasted to uh, to even hear that. But I thought, hmm, OK, that's an interesting law. Let's uh, let's find out more. But you were telling me a really interesting law. Go ahead and tell me some of the ones that you you find closest to your heart. <laughs> well, <laughs> One that, uh, you know, we talked about on the show, but that I, 
I keep having to bring up is that Florida once made it illegal to have sex with a porcupine. Oh, well, okay. So um, it, I don't believe it specifies like if it's just for men or it's just for women, but I feel like women have enough common sense to be like, I'm not going to have sex with a porcupine. Right. This is a, this, and, and sorry guys to generalize, but this is a guy hold my beer. Let's watch this. Right. Thank you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like that can be the, it has to be a dare, right? You, what would make you want to get that close to a porcupine? <laughs> Uh, yeah you got me on that one or which guy did that that made the law like i want to meet that dude i want and how go. many yeah right. because it's not one guy that created a law it didn't happen one time and they're like you're an idiot right. we're gonna create a law about this that's not it takes like 50 people to do something insane before they're like we're gonna have to put a stop to this it's really um yeah exactly now there are always you know I come from rural Kentucky and I know you're from uh, the same general area. So there, you know, there's always the sheep jokes, guys, sheep fuckers and that sort of, you know, like that's been a joke forever. Bestiality jokes have been something right. that you've heard of forever because in the spectrum of things, most people believe in their hearts that that is like one of the most awful things that you could totally do. But we were discussing earlier today consent let's talk about right. that like let talk to me about the consent piece i think that the only reason anybody primarily the government has to regulate our sex lives is consent for people who cannot consent or animals who can't consent or whatever the case may be that is the only time they need to put their laws in our bedroom right right you know, it's really, um, it's interesting to me that, you know, like the sodomy laws where you can't mm -hmm. have anal or oral sex with people. You can't have, obviously, uh, there was a state that we were speaking about that you can't, oh, it's Colorado. Colorado, by the way, Pixie, I know you're in the Colorado area. <laughs> you can't have sex with your husband in a stream. <laughs> while Don't bathing. do it. <laughs> Don't even try it, girl. Don't try it. I don't want to see you get arrested for that. There's so many other things. Swimming. Yeah. Oh, only it says bathing. The specifics are bathing. So <laughs> you never know. But like in Georgia, like we were just saying, anal and oral sex, regardless of your marital status in Georgia, is still illegal. Listen, I know some people in Georgia that are doing that. So be safe, friends. <laughs> I don't know. Of course, the only reason they make a lot of these laws is to be able to punish, you know, any homosexuality or anything that makes them uncomfortable mm -hmm. yeah and and that's the strangest of things that our country is is that as such that they made laws that were specific against all these different groups of people that's what our country does right we, we mm -hmm. get on a bandwagon and i see that happening a lot with the cancel culture that's going on right now i feel it's the same kind of deal you get on a bandwagon because you don't like this certain group or you don't like this or that, that this certain group is doing. And then let's just go ahead and eradicate it. Let's make a law that makes it illegal. Let's, let's, let's not ever do anything that allows these people to explain why they do what they do or how they do what they do. So I totally am, you know, it just, it's, it's an amazing thing that we have laws again, that say that you can do certain things and, and you can't do others in the safety of your own home with your partner or partners, 
however that may be, in a consensual, agreed, uh, you know, way. But so many states too that I've I've looked into have laws against the most ridiculous of things. Like, for instance, it's illegal in Kansas to drive a prostitute to their work, to their sex work. That is, <laughs> if, if you're a prostitute and you need to go to your other job, um, I'm sorry. <laughs> you think that maybe it's they made that one just because like if they catch you in a car they want that specifically to be illegal absolutely i'm sure well it's these are all things that could potentially help the police to convict you for other things but sex work in itself for me personally i believe that if you want to be a sex worker that you absolutely should have the legal right to do that if it's a consensual thing if the other person is consenting and wants to, to be, you know, go into that agreement with you. Absolutely. Hands down. But we have to perverse things in such a way sometimes that it just blows things out of proportion. I'd prefer for sex work to be legal and to be regulated. I know that a lot of people disagree on the regulation part, but go ahead and do it. If that's what you want to do, more power to you. That's what I'm saying. I mean, let's be safe. Right, exactly. And regulation in the fact of having testing and safety measures and cleanliness, those are all important things for the health of both parties that are involved in that sex work. So I I totally will be in agreement with you on that because it's just, you know, prostitution is, they always say, the oldest, uh, you know, profession in the world. And it's not, it didn't just start with women. It started right. with men too. So young boys were prostitutes back, you know, with the Greeks and Romans. That was, That's a total thing. But we just think about that as, I think when I met my first person who was a sex worker, I was just like, oh my gosh, I feel so bad for you. You know, that you have to do, like, you feel like you have to do this to make a living. To And the girl told me, she said, you know, have you ever been on that first date where you feel like he's just, he pampers you. He's wants you to have the greatest time. That's what sex work is to me. It's not, Oh, somebody sold me into a life of servitude and I have to pay them on the backside. That's not how that works. I get to do what I want. You know, it, I I can go here. I can go there. I can go on vacations with people. I can do whatever I choose to do. And I'm making that decision. And that floored me. I was I was so taken aback by that because in my young Kentucky mind from, you know, Bible thumping middle of nowhere, that was like, oh, that can't be possible. It can't be possible that you want to do that. And the glamorization, let's even say, or glamorization, sorry, I put a T in there. I'm from Kentucky. Let's just quit it. <laughs> glamorization. I'm so terrible this morning of prostitution, like in, in pretty woman, I, that's the best, you know, example that you could do obviously illegal to be a prostitute, but she's being saved by the rich patriarchy. I just have to throw that in there. You know, that, that rich white male is there to help her out and take her away. Stand up for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's an interesting um, piece to this, but you know, moving on past that, Sex work is a very honest rela- a relationship. And that's something I think that people are missing is everybody knows what's going on there. As opposed to, you know, if you meet somebody on Tinder, right. nobody knows what's going on. 
nobody. And chances are you're going to fuck both of them anyway. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. And how, you know, like payment is subjective, right? Hey, what a great dinner that you paid $200 for me. So now I'm going to hop in bed with you or thanks for the 200 bucks. Bye. <laughs> yeah. And not all of us need that, that, you know, committed relationship to be able to say, that's okay. You know, it's, it's okay to have different ideas or think that, you know, one way is, is your way. And one way is somebody else's way. It's okay to think that way. And that's one of those, um, with these laws, it just keeps throwing me back to how people process all this information in their minds. Like, let's say in Minnesota, I'm grabbing someone's clothed buttocks is not considered sexual assault. They are working on that law, apparently, but you're still allowed to grab somebody's butt. What? What? Well, I don't think so. How is that a thing? How is that a thing? And really, too, um, I just I I the the thoughts of and I come from um, an older generation of people, too where we normalize the things that have happened, such as that, like a guy taps you on the butt and it's like, oh, well, that's okay. He was just, he's just telling me I'm cute. No, not really. Without my consent, he's not really telling me I'm cute. It's degrading sometimes. And, and it's whatever mindset that the person, the perceiver is in is, you know, you might've just it's tapped somebody. Yeah. It's totally, if you, I can honestly say in my lifetime, I've, I've really had to stop reaching out to put my hands on people. I'm a, a medical provider. So my comfort zone is right in your face, right? <laughs> like I'm used to people <laughs> at their most vulnerable, letting me touch them and, you know, like in a gown with no clothes or whatever, like that's who I am. So as I learned more about consent, learned more about how people like people don't want you to touch them all the time and that's okay. But that was one thing for me to ask for permission to touch somebody's shoulder or is it okay if I put my hands here or is it okay that I'm, I'm going to look at this on your body? Mm -hmm. I never did that before a few years ago because I was not informed on that consent because it's just a forced consent when you're in the hospital, you know, people are on the side of you doing whatever. So this was a, this was a huge eye-opening thing for me when I began to learn about Tantra and that sort of thing was the consent piece, because nobody taught me consent like that. You know, your mom and dad will say, don't let boys touch you. You don't do this. You don't do that. But the moment you don't know Like you really want to please the person that you're with. So you're going to do whatever you think that they want to do. And that's where people get into trouble. I don't know. What's your thoughts on that? It's all about consent. But when you go down to, okay, you don't marry family because genetically you're going, you know, it's a higher risk when you inbreed of birth defects. Right. Right. So that's where those laws come from. Yeah. But uh, should they be able to get married and live their life and not have kids? Maybe. I don't know. Right. It's a very fine line in how things work like that. You know, who's to say you're, you fall in love with, with your cousin. I know uh, this is such a Kentucky thing to be saying. 
in the state of Kentucky, you have to sign a form that says you're not going to marry anybody closer than your second cousin. I don't know if that's true for Ohio. I remember, um, I think that that might be a thing as well. I think so. <laughs> And I don't know how that law is for all other states. I should have really uh, looked into that a little bit better. But okay, you can't marry any closer than your second cousin. That's a weird law, right? Like who said that that's a, like who who made that up and and why? I'm going to have to, we're going to have to do a whole nother show on that. (laughs) Further back you go, people were marrying, you know, like there was a lot of small villages or, you know, small areas and people just married each other's kids and that's the way it went that's it that's and and that's that's how you know half of kentucky gets that (laughs) entire incest and inbred kind of thing and it's cool you know all the people in appalachia that have been or (laughs) uh, subject of abuse because of those kinds of jokes i'm sorry out there i feel your pain i really do but one of the one of the uh, most interesting things that I came upon is that in the state of Nevada, let's talk about that. You know, prostitution is legal in some parts of Nevada, right. but no brothels can be within 400 feet of a place of worship. <laughs> so you can't leave church and go have sex or vice versa. <laughs> it doesn't work. I, mean, I, guess, I think you can. You're just going to have to take a longer drive, which I don't think that's going to stop anybody. <laughs> It's just the cutest thing, some of these laws. And Oklahoma, let's talk about Oklahoma. Sex education instructors must, against scientific evidence, teach students that engaging in homosexual activity is primarily responsible for the contact with with AIDS. They're still teaching this. They're still teaching this. That's on the law. That's on the books now. I can't imagine any, if anybody out there is a teacher in Oklahoma, please tell me or sex educator in Oklahoma, please tell me that this is not true. I'm reading this and thinking, holy cow, that's crazy. That's crazy. That's terrifying. It really is. And again, just because the law is on the books doesn't mean somebody's going to come knocking on the door. But if somebody wants to make a big deal about it, that could be a thing. And right. Yeah, we, we can't have that. There, are, There's too many people who enjoy their homosexuality and who are there's there's nothing wrong with homosexuality in my mind or no. you know like there for me if you love somebody you love somebody and that is it and if they are consensually loving you back then that's what love is supposed to be about that's what it's supposed to be about in ohio let's talk about ohio because there's so many fun laws oh <laughs> no my very favorite was you can't touch dancers in ohio here's mm-hmm. talk like the Stormy Daniels thing. I lived in Columbus when the Stormy Daniels thing came up, you know, Donald Trump got to love all that mess. But um, besides that, there's some really, I, I can't imagine being a uh, a dancer and having these people pawing you all night long, regardless of what state you're in. So if you're a person who likes to visit the strip club, be respectful. These women are out here making money for themselves yeah they're working don't put your hands on them why would you do that that's a difficult job and i think that people write that off you know like oh if i was built for it i would be a stripper no you wouldn't because do you know how hard it is like physically demanding that job is and then having to put up with the bullshit every night exactly exactly 
And it's just, it's kind of, um, it's ironic how much nursing is like being a stripper. No lie. Or a prostitute. <laughs> I tell people this all the time. I've probably touched more penises than a prostitute being a nurse, you know? Sure. Yeah. I've probably heard more sexually uh, charged innuendos than any prostitute because in the job that I did, sometimes people don't want to be there, you know? And they're going to say all of the most disturbing and disgusting things that they can to you to elicit a response. So that's one of those kind of deals where I'm just like, "Mm, people do better, do better people. That's it. And it's not just males that were making those comments, by the way, I'm going to equally share the load with females as well, because sometimes there was people that made me blush and it takes a lot to make me blush. (laughs) It's probably at the point they came in there, they're like, I care about nothing anymore. Let's see how bad we could make it. Right. Actually, that's it. Oh my gosh. So let's talk about Texas. We'll pass Ohio. Texas. Anyone who has six or more obscene devices, which I'm guessing to be uh, assistive devices such as dildos or vibrators, is Mm -hmm. presumed to possess them with intent to promote. And promoting obscenity is illegal. (laughs) obscene devices they're calling sexual aids obscene devices that's a great one right there what i wonder what that covers and that again like it it doesn't affect anybody it affects absolutely nobody nobody unless they want to say okay we're in your house you're doing something illegal we found this we found seven dildos (laughs) and arrest you right put your hands behind your back (laughs) <laughs> i love it that's when you meow and be like give me the cuffs officer and for all of my listeners out there my ems friends in the state of utah bt dubs you cannot legally have sex while riding in an ambulance i don't know if any of you all out there have had sex in an ambulance but <laughs> <laughs> if you're sick and you get in the ambulance don't have sex with the person back <laughs> if you're not sick i mean go right ahead yeah totally riding or sitting I'm not going to say another word about that because that's really close to my heart kind of a deal. <laughs> in, in, in Minnesota, you're not allowed, men are not allowed to have uh, sex with live fish. Oh, but dead ones are okay. Like, how's that I guess work? so. And again, I guess women can have sex with fish, hmm. just not the men. And well, how did this become a problem? Right. Who are these people that are making, you know, one day, I would, uh, uh, I would want to be that person that somebody makes a law about, but not in that context. I don't think. <laughs> That's beneficial <fantastic>. law. <laughs> so tell me some more of the laws, Jennifer, that you know about, because this is exciting. Uh, in North Carolina, you can't have sex in a graveyard. Well, uh-oh. Good thing that's not a thing in Kentucky, or at least I hope not. Um <laughs> I spent most of my high school years having sex in, in, in I, feel like, I feel like things are illegal in this country that wouldn't be illegal in others. You know, I feel like we're just such a, a prudish country. We totally are. But I will say I do have a really um, a, a, an acquaintance from a place called Meritus, and that's like the coast of Africa. They are not allowed to have sex toys, talk about sexuality. And she is a sex educator and she's amazing. She really puts herself out there, but she's doing this and it's dangerous for her. You know, it's really, 
it's it's un, it's unsettling how dangerous it is for her and they enforced it yeah they to- they totally enforced it there but you know you have some middle east countries you cannot take vi- like i tell my friends all the time who are going overseas don't take vibrators and things in your bags you know do a little hands-on action while you're gone on travels <laughs> in the middle east because they will arrest you and that's like nobody wants to go to jail there i don't want to especially go to for that you're like what did you get what are you in for a dildo right, right. <laughs> I mean, and, but that we have to go back to talking about cultures and culturally, you know, Europeans are a little more open to sexuality, homosexuality, that sort of thing. Not that, that it's a hundred percent, you know, grand and fabulous, Mm -hmm. but there are places that it's way more acceptable than others. And, and, you know, coming from where I grew up and you, you live, people are a little different everywhere, but well, I'll just say there is no federal law on the books, by the way, that mandates what sex toys can be made out of or should be made out of. So you could be you make them out of ice. You could make them out of anything. So that's a uh, I that's a good thing and a bad thing, I think, because you don't want to put anything in your. <laughs> so I tell people all the time, don't put anything in your mouth, your vagina or your anus that is caustic or something that you wouldn't eat right? (laughs) You don't want to do that. If you can't put it in your mouth, don't put it in your vagina, people. (laughs) And some of the things you can put in your mouth, you should not put in your vagina also. (laughs) True story. True story. We don't need to do that. (laughs) Oh, this is a silly law. In Illinois, when someone sells a reptile, you have to legally tell somebody not to kiss the reptile. That's not even, that's, uh, that's probably because they have some kind of bacteria on them and you'll get like salmonella. Um, <laughs> it's overrunning we... their medical system. So, you know, their healthcare <laughs> system. So they're like, all right, stop fucking kissing these lizards. And in California, there's a law that says that you cannot make any kind of stuffed article of clothing that makes you look like you have boob pillows and, and they cannot be sold within a thousand feet of the highway. What does that even mean? <laughs> a boob pillow. So like, yeah, is it a- you cannot sell a boob pillow, something that looks like boobs within okay. a thousand feet of a highway. So I'm guessing at gas stations or something, you can't have boob pillows. What what traumatic thing happened that they needed to ban that? Like there's way worse things happening at truck stops. Oh my God. Listen, I <laughs> <laughs> have firsthand knowledge of that Sure. Let them sleep on their titty. <laughs> <laughs> Give them their titty pillows, guys. That's that's, right. that's all they need. <laughs> oh, Jennifer, you're a you're a delight to have on here, and I'm totally gonna have you on here again when we are uh, both ready to talk about something more ridiculous than sex laws in the United States. But the general purpose of this show is for you guys out there to listen, go out and search your own state or your own, uh, you know, county, whatever laws that, that are on the books, find them, put them out and uh, tweet them, put DM me with them. I want to know, cause we do, we, this is just a scratch the surface kind of, you know, beginning yeah. of the day show. I, there's so many more, but I just wanted, I I loved talking to Jennifer so much that I just wanted to have her on. And it's been such a pleasure today, Jennifer. You're so dope. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. You are a, uh, a proud new member of the 
the buried pleasures crew. That's just you. Excellent. <laughs> We're all pirates here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jennifer, thank you so much. And can you give uh, a little your info so that people can know where they can find you? Sure. We are, we have a website. It's W I H H W for what I had heard was. Um, you can find us on Facebook at what I had heard was. We're on Instagram. We are on Twitter. We should pop up, but I believe it's what I had heard. W1 is what I want to tell you it is. Yes. What I, at what I had heard W1 Fantastic. on Twitter. Fantastic. And as always, guys, I am Polly and amazing. You can find me at buriedpleasures.com. You can find me at buriedpleasures on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, everywhere, and listen to the podcast on any of the major podcasting platforms. Jennifer, thank you so much. And I sure am happy that you came on to talk about weird things that go on with sexuality in our country. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, you have a great day. Bye. When it rains, it pours. Water's up to my chin. Once I fight it to the very Sun